All right, without further ado. Chris Ann Hall received her bachelor's degree in biochemistry from Blackburn College. And her Juris Doctor from the University of Florida. She served in the U.S. Army as a military intelligence cryptologic linguist. She was a prosecutor for the state of Florida for nearly a decade. Chris Ann also worked with a prominent national First Amendment law firm where she traveled the country defending Americans whose rights were violated by unlawful arrests and prosecutions. She has written six books on American history and the U.S. Constitution. Chris Ann is a regular consultant on numerous radio, podcasts, and television programs. Without further ado, Chris Ann Hall! Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. This is obviously not JC with us today, guys. This is my dear friend, our dear friend, Zach Carter who has joined us today to be a very, very special guest with us. No, Blue North, that's not JC. He doesn't look any different. Hey, little housekeeping, while you're here, make sure you hit that thumbs up. Make sure that you hit the subscribe button, ring that bell. Make sure that you don't ever miss a notice, especially when we're running a little bit late like we are today. Sorry about that, guys. Been one of those crazy kind of days. Uh, Zach is joining us. Zach wears several different hats with several different things, but Zach and I have been friends for, oh my goodness, going on a decade now, right? Yeah. And he is a Floridian, just like he is, like we are now, right? And now, let's see. Scott London. Scott London is our chat room and says, and she wonders why I introduce her like a rock star. Chris Ann is a rock star. You, you, you're so nice. Scott London, just so you know, Jack, Zach, uh, Scott London was the sheriff of Eddie County, New Mexico. And we met, correct me if I'm wrong, Scott, we met through Sheriff Richard Mack. Okay. So, you know, we like you like Kevin Bacon game, right? The Kevin yeah. Bacon games six six times removed Kevin Bacon. And so, uh Zach also knows Sheriff Mac. Why don't you tell before we get into your introduction because we're going to do that. Why don't you tell everybody how you met Sheriff Richard Mac? So, it was when I was in college and still a liberal. Um See, that's why you guys know, that's why Zach and I are great friends. Zach was a liberal in college too. I was a I was a, I was worse than a liberal. I was like a hardcore socialist, right? So, what were you doing in college that made you liberal? So we were having a protest on Mount Graham in Arizona, which was in Sheriff Max County when he was still um, a, a sheriff. Mm -hmm. And um, he was there to escort us off the property. <laughs> and the reason I remembered his name, we don't remember most law enforcement officers. Well, unless names, they're right? threatening to arrest you. <laughs> But, so one of the girls, you know, with our radical environmental group had sprained her ankle and the sheriff literally put her on his back and piggybacked her down this mountain and it blew our minds. You know, we, we were expecting tear gas and batons <laughs> and, and here we got this just warm, friendly experience from from uh, Sheriff Richard Mack. Uh, and uh, so that, that was, uh, yeah, how I know him. That is awesome. See, I have been telling you guys for a while that Richard Mack is a really, really cool guy. And, uh, you know, he's always had a really big heart. I mean, that's 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 the Richard Mack I know. Really, really big heart. All right, Zach Carter, tell us your who you are. I am the real Forrest Gump. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> he always introduces himself like that, but he's not. He's absolutely brilliant. Well, I, I, I call myself that because I've worked on fishing boats. I was in the Army. I served overseas, uh, Iraq and Kosovo. Um, I worked on um, oil rigs in the Gulf. Forrest Gump in the movie didn't do that. But right, right. I also lived on a boat named after the woman that I love. Uh, <laughs> and uh, let's see, what else? Do I, do? I hired Larry King for a night, which which is a little out of their experience. That most what? people. Okay, hot pause. Why would you why would you hire Larry King for a night? So I used to be director of communications for Free and Equal Election Foundation, and uh -huh. we hired him to moderate a third-party presidential debate. Nice. And that um, so can you give us any insight on Larry King? Is he like a nice guy? And he, 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 was, uh, he, he was. was. He was. He passed yeah. away. Right, right. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, no, he was extremely was down he nice to guy? earth yeah. and, and very supportive of, mm -hmm. of what we were trying to do, which was, you know, get alternative ideas out there, like the Constitution Party candidate, the Libertarian Party candidate. Nice. And he helped us reach um, an estimated global audience of 20 million people that night. It was enough. Wow. Jimmy Kimmel made fun of us. Uh, Lawrence O'Donnell on MSNBC did a segment in support. Uh, it trended in uh, it trended in the top ten on Twitter. All the Sunday shows talked about it. Um, and I worked for Free and Equal until December of 2012. Uh -huh. And I, I I had a little growing to do. Yeah. Um, and Can you get an amen out there? <laughs> yeah. But I'm I'm back to I'm not working for them as they're as I used to, but I I'm volunteering with them now. Um, awesome. But back to go back to 2012, I, I knew we needed our own network after that experience mm -hmm. that that um, Liberty um, needed a safe place and that, that could reach large audiences without. And having... you're talking about like an Internet network, right? Back then I was thinking cable. Yeah. <laughs> It was 2012 and I, I, I had, you know, I spent, uh, I didn't own a TV until I was 30. Mm -hmm. And, and then I spent eight years in the military, didn't watch a lot of, you know, media content, um, back then. Mm -hmm. And, um, I didn't have my awakening until 2008. So, well, I was two years behind you. I, well, were you a liberal in two ta until 2008? Uh, <laughs> Mac. Mac has come I, to see us. What I is really, going on with you, dude? I really didn't think about <laughs> politics much. I, I was, um, I think, like like a lot of people, um, mm -hmm. you know, politicians. Politics is something politicians do, and I'm mm -hmm. I'm a soldier. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't until my my awakening moment was my my wife had me sit down and watch a ron paul video that was my awakening Ooh. moment and um <laughs> yeah and and then i i she she um created a monster because i like i couldn't stop yeah yeah and i had i i had um kind of made a promise to myself that you know well i, I really believed in what what i did in the military and you know you're told over and over again on a regular basis that you're you're doing the most important thing you could ever do. Yeah. And it's hard to go from that to to being a civilian again. That was my biggest problem. Yeah. My my biggest challenge in being a civilian again was I'm no longer doing anything important. Wow. And, yeah. That's a lot. And so I, I looked for, I kind of made a promise to myself. I'm only going to do things that I feel are important. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. and that led me to working with Free and Equal. And it led me to my day job today, which is Isagoria.com. Isagoria is from an ancient Greek word that meant uh, um, equality for all through freedom of speech mm -hmm. it's a bit of a mouthful for a company name so our public website is just ise dot media ice media ice media and awesome we're building our own um free speech and moral 
competitor to Netflix, essentially. Well, let's go ahead and and let's go ahead and and look at that then. We'll. Um, it's not pretty yet. Uh, development will be finished um, next month. So here it is. It's this is the company site. This it's, is the company site. Oh, we want the other one. Okay, oh, that's let's fine. let's. No, I want to go back to the other one <laughs> okay. first. Sorry about that, guys. I gave you the wrong one. Uh, this one. That's the one we want. Right. So on the left there is our CEO Ben Swan, who used to be Cincinnati's Fox anchor. And then he was uh, Atlanta's CBS anchor where he got in trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I hired, I tried to hire Ben. I thought I did uh, to sit next to Larry King. And about an hour before we went live, Ben got a call from his Fox affiliate. And they told him if you go, uh, if you get on stage with Larry King, don't come to work tomorrow. Uh, but <gasps> What? <laughs> right, right. Um, Why did they hate Larry so much? Because he wasn't Fox. Larry. He it wasn't, wasn't that Fox? they hated Larry. Uh-huh. It's that all of the media owns their journalists. That that mm. that their contracts don't allow them any freedom at all. Um, and uh, it's a whole new form of slavery. Then, so that's yeah. why they're that. Maybe that gives us a little insight, Zach, about why the um, the the journalists aren't journalists anymore exactly because they're really indentured servants yeah and that must do the bidding of their masters there's so much that they can't talk about um when ben um was at uh cbs in atlanta um you know there were a lot a lot of medical uh content especially um which has been Mm -hmm. you know really important for everybody over this past year uh, but when you look at who the advertisers are mm-hmm. of of all of the the networks, CBS, Fox, doesn't matter, all of them, you know, it's 60 to 70 percent of their ads are from pharmaceutical companies, mm-hmm. uh, what Ben calls the medical industrial complex. And and it's it's them that are that are calling the shots on on what the journalists can and can't talk about. And we so we were making our own independent content at truthandmedia.com. And that that got Ben in trouble with with CBS. Uh, wow. And uh, yeah, and you know we'd been having issues with our our videos being shadow banned and and banned going back to 2014. And people back then thought we were crazy when we talked about <laughs> about you know that that you're you're next, right? I was put on on the Southern Poverty Law Center's list as an anti-government extremist hate group. So back in 2014, I didn't even know who the Southern Poverty Law Center was back then. And here I go finding out these people are calling me an anti-government extremist hate group. Just I didn't even just, know what that meant. Just wow. <laughs> just wow. I don't know what the wow. That's another level. Yeah. Uh, All well, by yourself. Yeah. No, I've been on there for seven years now. Yeah. Yeah. I was actually the for uh, five of those years. I was the only individual person named out of nine hundred ninety-six nationwide groups. I, I, so I I knew this before, but I had forgotten about it. Yeah. And so in the last three years, they actually invented a group. And now I'm on the list twice. <laughs> Yay. That, yeah. That, Yay me. <laughs> that's definitely a feather in your hat. So tell us, tell us, um, uh, tell us about uh, Isagoria because, because I'm so going to be joining Isagoria. I want people to know all about this. And this is actually, hey guys, listen up. This is actually what you've been looking for. This is the safe place to put your stuff where you know what happened to parlor, right? Yeah. So this can't happen here. Yeah, we're we're applying lessons learned from parlor uh so that we can't be taken down. We're on high risk servers right now, uh, but eventually we'll be just completely on the blockchain, um, which gives uh yeah, um gives security mm-hmm. that you know they would have to you know, track down a hundred nodes or more um, to to have anything taken down, and you know it, it's so decentralized, it's not going to happen. It's not just in America, right? We're, this is a, a global uh, blockchain network. 
So uh, how does Isagoria work? I mean, what is it? Is it like YouTube? Is it like Facebook? Is it like so what? To start, it's a little more like Netflix. Um, okay. We're curating content from content creators such as yourself, Chris Ann. Mm -hmm. Uh, we've also got uh, Mickey Willis, who made uh, the Plandemic documentaries that um, your audience might remember from mm -hmm. this past year um, that made, uh, yeah, quite a buzz. And um, so we've got Mickey Willis. We've got uh, Laura Logan. Uh, we've got uh, a comedian, J.P. Sears. Uh, and and Mickey's a little more involved than just a content creator. We we've brought him on as a as a team member. Nice. Uh, so he's you know yeah helping us uh, get this off the ground. And you really stepped up today too with that. I I think we might want to talk about upping your <laughs> your. Uh, I'm getting your a promotion. Here. <laughs> but, uh, so uh, can you can you explain to our audience a little bit about what decentralized means? So it's all over the place, right? Right. I'm not the tech guy. I wish Patrick was here with me to explain this mm -hmm. in further detail because I, I am not the the, the technical uh, guy on the team mm -hmm. by anybody's stretch of any imagination. Uh, but uh, yeah, so it's it's everywhere. It's on. It's sign up, it, It's from what I understand, it's a lot like cryptocurrency. It, it's the but for videos, it's the technology behind cryptocurrency uh -huh. and with that comes um we, we will have a token mm -hmm. so there will be a way for creators to to um you know make some money as well it should pay more than mm -hmm. youtube was which you know youtube was keeping most of the profits right and right right oh yeah and then what we do what we do with youtube right is they show ads on your video whether they give you the share the ads with you or not because there are so many videos that we make that they that they demonetize because of our content so you watch the video and when they demonetize because of our content because they don't like our content then it's like they show three times more ads right because right. they want people to stop watching yeah. So they show all these ads, but then they don't give us any money because they've demonetized because they don't like our content. Exactly. So they make money wherever you go, but I don't I don't get any of it. So tell people um, the question in the audience is, is this something you can see now? It, it, it is live now, but the development is is far from finished. It'll mm -hmm. it'll be finished next month. Um we, we've been working on this behind the scenes for a couple of years now. Mm -hmm. um, and it is quite a bit of work to, and to get it right. Um, everything from the, the captcha service. And that mm -hmm. was a lesson we learned uh, from parlor uh, that, that they were using somebody else's captcha service. Mm -hmm. And so we're, we're doing everything in house and decentralized mm -hmm. um, to, to ensure that, uh, um, we we can't be taken down. Looks like we got a JP fan in the audience. Oh, right on! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's hilarious. Uh, so now what we have, everybody has been asking for this. Now what we have is a platform. Yeah. Right, and it's gonna run. You said it's like Netflix, but it's also like to, social to start, media. But there there's a social component to it where mm -hmm. you have your own wall and you can share videos with your with your circle. Uh, and eventually, in in another phase, um, we will add kind of the the YouTube component where mm -hmm. people can add their own videos. Right. Uh, and the the um, the the viewers uh, through the blockchain again will be able to, you know, vote up and vote down, um, and that that'll you know keep the stuff that we we want seen moved up and the stuff that we don't want seen moved down, uh, and uh, yeah, hopefully keep it uh, yeah the 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 free speech and and moral home that we want it to be. Yeah. Yeah. So you've been with Ben for a long time since I left. Well, no, after I left free and equal, I worked for uh, Jennifer Grossman. Uh, she's CEO of the Atlas Society now. Mm -hmm. um, she was starting her own TV network and hired me to be director of business mm -hmm. development. And um, when I 
when Ben called me, Ben called me in, I think it was spring of 2013 and told me he wanted to leave network TV and go independent. That's when I started working with Ben. So yeah, 2013. So the website again is ISE, I as in, in India, S as in Sam, E as in Echo, dot media. ISE.media. I went ahead and posted it in the chat room for everybody just to say hello to everybody in Twitch, everybody on YouTube and Facebook and DLive. We've got a bunch of you going on there. Don't forget to hit that like button. Make sure that you are uh, subscribed as well. We ran a little wait late tonight. So if you're subscribed, you got the notice anyway. So you didn't miss any of this. Thank you, Mike, for your super chat support of the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal today. So uh, we have uh, Truth in Media with Ben Swan. Ben Swan, I, I just want to tell you, Ben and I have been friends for for a little bit shorter than you because you, you introduced you, yes. us together. And I just, I have to tell you that in my eyes, Ben is the media journalist I would like to be. Yeah. Though right. he is he is so anointed and gifted in what he does. It's 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 phenomenal to me and the courage with which he does it. And I think it's his background. Yeah. That his first calling was to the ministry. He was 16 with a master's degree. <laughs> and you know who who's yeah who's gonna hire a 16 year old kid with a with a master's degree so I, I think it was a little bit of a calling and a little bit of you know there's nothing else that i can do right now right uh, but he's he's been a youth minister since he was 16 years old and then went into journalism yeah. after, after that uh gave him a a solid bedrock that you can't buy. Well, if you're going to be a youth minister, you got to have a backbone. So I <laughs> kudos to him. I actually learned that about him today. I didn't even know that until we were talking about him today. So I, I just quiet about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I imagine, you know, in, in the circles and stuff, you've, he's got a lot of arrows and darts slinging at him all the time. So it's just amazing. The New York Times, The View, and you name it. Yeah, yeah. And seriously, why why do you have to attack a federal a, a fellow journalist, right? Why don't you disprove or debunk what he's saying? Don't attack him personally, but they can't debunk and disprove what he says because. He speaks truth, the truth immediately, like you said, and they can't, they don't want that. They don't like that kind of light being shined. One of, I'll just tell you, one of my favorite episodes of truth and I think it was truth and media is the series that he did on the Syrian refugees on what is that battle really about? And do we even know who the good guys and the bad guys are? Yeah, that, that video went more viral than any we've we've ever done. Over really? 70 million views. Wow. That was that was for me. You know, I I you maybe had an awakening moment. I've had like a sanctification process, right? Because I'm probably just more inherently stubborn than you are. And so <laughs> I didn't have that poof moment for me. Because I had to come across this information and, and to change my thought process slowly. And I want to tell you, uh, that video really was sort of a changing moment for me for a foreign policy perspective. Because, you know, my wheelhouse is the U.S. Constitution. It's what we do here. It's domestic. Right. And so I've always been just sort of interested in foreign politics from a cultural perspective, because I'm a closet anthropologist, right? But that video, that video really made me question some things and made me, opened my eyes to ask different kinds of questions. Look at that. We got Laura Jones giving us the grant super chat today. Thank you so much, Laura, for supporting us. The question is now, how do they get involved? Yeah. Um, so right now it'll it'll be watching our videos. And like I said earlier, 
the site is very rough right now. Mm -hmm. uh, and if you go to isagoria.com, it explains what we're building here. All right, uh, let me put that one up there so they can see what that looks like. This is the main, this is, so what I gave you was the ise.media. And then this is the isagoria.com website. I'll go ahead and you tell them about that and I'll type it in here in the room. Okay, yeah. Um, so this uh, Isagoria website, it just goes through a bit of the nuts and bolts of, of what we're building. Mm -hmm. And uh, and yeah, it just explains it better than I can. So <laughs> there's, cause there's Ben Swan videos on it. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He is uh, sorry. So Ben actually explains it for you. Yeah. So will this explain this for us? Yeah. Do I yeah. have your permission to play it? Sure. All right. That's what we'll do. Uh, now, what I have to do is stop the screen share real quick and go back because I forgot to hit the little audio square. I'm probably got an easier way to do that, but I'm not, you know, that good. So here we go. It will work. Well, hey there, I'm Ben Swan, and I'm so excited to tell you today about one of the most powerful opportunities to shift media that we have seen in a generation. Independent media is now being purged from social media platforms at an alarming rate. Powerful platforms are deciding which thoughts, which ideas and messages the public will be allowed to hear. See, this is not a war of ideas. We are right now engaged in a war against ideas, and it's time to fight back. Introducing Isagoria. Isagoria will be the world's first truly responsive news, information, and entertainment platform. A place for freedom, a place for free speech, and a place where ideas are fostered, not destroyed. Our mission is to create an uncensored, blockchain-based, decentralized news and entertainment platform that includes a funding mechanism for independent media. So our platform will have three major verticals, and the first is Ice Live. Programmed 24-7, it's a streaming channel with news, docudrama, video podcast, and entertainment programming. The lineup varies day to day and season to season as in a traditional cable or streaming lineup. The content for live TV is curated from channels. This vertical will look a lot like a streaming cable or over-the-top channel such as Vice. Our second vertical is Ice Quality. That platform is where we will push back against the social purge taking place on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Google. Now, this will be a platform for independent channels to live and to thrive. Channels will be populated with content that is currently being purged from other platforms, and it may live on other platforms as well. We will use blockchain technology to allow for voting rights for consumers to move content from the channels to the live lineup. So where will Isagoria live? Well, we will be a streaming platform. The platform will take shape as an over-the-top player, which we will seek to make available on Roku, Apple TV, PlayStation View, Sling TV, DirecTV Now, Samsung TVs. You get the idea. But we don't want to be boxed in. So the Isagoria platform will also exist on mobile devices as a standalone app that gives users access to Ice Live TV, as well as the quality and treasury content. And finally, ICE will also exist as a website, which will curate written content and stream the live TV as well as channel and treasury content. There will be a lot of ways to find us. But there is one other issue I want to mention. I told you that this would be the world's first truly responsive media network. So how does that happen? It's through our treasury and voting system. See, Isagoria will have a cryptocurrency reward system built into the platform that will reward journalists and entertainers who create high quality and engaging content as well as the users who engage in the content. This is the first truly responsive media company as our users will have voting rights to pick what content is covered and investigated. Again, this is a once in a generation opportunity. We are going to create a next level media company that combines the power of blockchain with YouTube's channel choices, Facebook's newsfeed, and streaming news and entertainment platforms. Join us, isagoria.com. The link is in the description below. So what we're actually doing here, what we're actually doing here is canceling out the cancel culture. Yeah, exactly. We're, we're building our own, uh, our own tech company. Uh, no, no, no. We're building our own tech mogul. 
we're going to be the next trillion dollar tech company. That, that's definitely the goal. Yeah, absolutely. I see it. It's then, coming because people are hungry for this. It was, it was, it's never been about the dollar amount for me. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. it's been about the mission. Right. This is something I'm passionate about. Well, and absolutely. We, but the, 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 the funding is going to come so that we can, so that you can make this bigger. Right. Exactly. Because you know how many times, I mean, we've said it, other people have asked, where are the conservative businessmen? Where are the people building the networks to challenge? You know, why is it always the liberal whack jobs that are that that own all the stuff? Right. And now it's not. Yeah. Yeah. And what's amazing come. is how long have you guys been putting this together? Because, you know, we've been asking these questions now. And and I remember when I first got started because you and I were talking about ice and and uh We've just been sort of waiting patiently. I didn't talk a lot about it because you never gave me a lot of permission to talk a lot about it. So we always just said, well, the time will come and then we'll get it out there. But here we are now. The time is here. So tell me, what was the motivation? I mean, I know the motivation, but this is going to help everybody, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And with so many people being banned from social media, the, the timing is, is definitely right. Yeah. So you are cancel. We are canceling out the cancel culture, right? Exactly. We are the ICE will be an independent media yep. on a decentralized platform that they can't touch that they can't touch. So, as JC calls him, Schmuckerberg can't get his feelings hurt. Most people are on Amazon right. for their video platform for their websites. Yeah. Because that's that's what happened to Parler, right? Yeah, they were using AWS. We never we were built on high risk servers right now. And and eventually we'll be moving to the to the blockchain. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So and it's it's all happening. So but it's your own server farms and everything. Yeah, and we've um, so we've been working on this for it's been a couple of years now. Mm -hmm. But it was it was really, I guess, in in the past year that that uh, we've really started to to grow the team, and and um, God led us to the right people. Um, you met Patrick today. Yes. He, he yes. has been great guy. really instrumental on the tech side of things and introductions to, um, to investors. But I can't even imagine now this is in my mind, there are like all these idea windows popping up, right? You have, you not only have news, which is what Ben's call is, right? Yeah. Is, and, and I mean, journalist in the truest sense of the word right i mean he's been slammed for telling the truth oh yeah he? yeah well so tell you know these stories tell tell the people some of the stories that uh, that have happened to ben for standing up so one of the bigger ones um was a, a cdc um study Center for Disease Control mm -hmm. study that... Oh, we're not allowed to talk about them. We'll be deplatformed. <laughs> Go ahead. Right. Come so, and get it. So they they did this study, this mm -hmm. multi... I think it was a multi-decade study, if I remember right. Uh, and they didn't like the results that they got. They thought they destroyed all of, all of the study, right? Yeah. But one of the guys that have worked on it kept everything and gave it to Congressman Bill Posey. Okay. Who gave it to us. He gave it right. to Ben. And Ben did a short little mini documentary about it. And and uh, this is while he was still with CBS. Uh -huh. Because he does have five kids. Uh, you know, he has a family he has to feed. Um, but <laughs> they, they came down like a ton of bricks on him. They forced Imagine us. Imagine that. They don't want people to know the truth about the CDC. Right. So no. in, in his contract. Shut up. 
<laughs> in his contract, he was still allowed to do truth and media independently of his work at CBS. Mm -hmm. He had a very rare contract, but he had a large social media following, which right. he had the largest social media following of any regional journalist in the country. Mm -hmm. uh, and so they were excited about that, but they, they weren't so excited about, you know, what we were producing. But it wasn't just that. There was there were other videos leading up to that one. Right, right, right. But, uh, yeah, that was the one that caused the, the bricks to come down on our heads. And they forced him into it was either, you know, quit, um, quit CBS or quit uh, Truth in Media. So we had to shut things down for a year until we figured out a way to come back. Yeah. And it was through um, a partnership with the cryptocurrency that allowed us to relaunch Truth and Media. That's awesome. I had no idea that that Ben and I had a, a, a similar ultimatum. Yeah. Yeah. I had I was told that I had to quit teaching the Constitution on my own time or quit my job. Right. Yeah. I actually didn't have five kids. <laughs> we just had Colton and I, 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 I refused to do both. And so they fired me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, we knew that was coming, coming, but you know, we given that ultimatum there, there, we didn't feel at that time we had any other choice, but that was what launched us out into what we're doing now. So sometimes you have to take a stand for what you believe in. And I, that is I, no stranger I, for Ben either. So. so it's the three of us because I was, um, I, I wasn't given a dishonorable discharge. Mm -hmm. I was given an other than honorable mm -hmm. because I made a video. Um, while I was still in the service uh -oh. that, that got me in trouble. And I was in a junior NCO. I was just mm -hmm. an E5 mm -hmm. um, buck sergeant. And I put this video up. Is this after your Ron Paul awakening? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like maybe a month after it. Yeah. And so I'd been in the service for seven years. I loved it. I, I had every intention of serving 20 years. Mm -hmm. And Well, you either love it or hate it as an 11 Bravo, so. <laughs> I love being a grunt. But I, I couldn't hold all this stuff that I had learned and, and yeah. putting it with my experiences overseas. I, I, I made a video that, 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 um, well, I put it up on a Friday. My company commander called me Monday morning. Said, Carter, what on earth did you do? I'm calling the Pentagon and, and I got a call from the Pentagon before noon. Oh my goodness. <laughs> for, 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 for what year was this? Oh, uh, that was, 2008 that's all that's really before anybody knew about you know the uh, what you should and should not post on the internet i mean that was pretty much like breaking ground as a as a a person in the military right yeah, yeah. yeah. so and this I, is uncharted I, I, ground i flashed my my id card i was in uniform and and at the end of the video, I took my uniform off and I had a Ron Paul shirt on. Oh! I, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, um, I traded my beret for a Ron Paul hat. So, oh my goodness! <laughs> so I violated UCMJ. I knew I, I was I, like, I stated, I stated in the video, I'm fully aware I'm violating UCMJ. I'm also violating. I think it was the Jones Act, mm -hmm. if I remember right. Yeah, I think that's it too. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> wow! 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 That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> and there, there's still copies of this video that are that are out there on YouTube, so you'll have to watch it one day. You got a call from the Pentagon telling me to shut up. <laughs> that if I made more noise, um, they would be following through with their. They told me they were going to court-martial me if if I kept making noise, and wow. uh, and I, at the time I I was okay. Let's do that. Yeah. But my wife, <laughs> she she she, she um, threw up the veto. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> she she told me to, to she told me you're going to shut up. <laughs> yeah. 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 So the video is still available. There's still copies of it out there. Like on YouTube. Uh, on YouTube. Yeah. 
I, I think. Oh, how do we find it? I think if you search for Soldiers Revolution Ron Paul and then you scroll down the page, there's there's still a copy of it there. You you there are other people though. What's that? There are other people. Other people what? That that made videos, other soldiers. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah if you so scroll down the ways. There, there I am. That's US you. Soldier joins the Ron Paul Revolution. Oh, we are so showing a part of this. Right off the bat, dude. Look at you. Oh my goodness. Everybody's like, Chrisanne, put it up there. Put it up there. You started off with your your DD form two. It's <laughs> hilarious. There we go. Let's go ahead and we'll big screen it. So yeah, this has been a, a journey for me since 2008. Sergeant in the U.S. Army. I'm here today to tell you the story of my personal revolution. Retake. Sorry, I forgot. My first Hello, time America. ever on camera. Oh. My name is Zach Carter. I'm a sergeant in the U.S. Army. I have an ETS date of January 28, 2009. <laughs> I'm here today to tell you the story of my personal revolution. I joined the Army in the early months of 2001. My patriotism led me to the recruiter's office. I had grown up in awe of my grandfathers and their stories of World War II. Their reminiscing became my dreams. When I got to basic training, I did not talk about missing home like the other recruits around me. I felt at home in ways I never had before. The weeks after 9-11 found me in Kosovo, serving under NATO command, part of Charlie Company 3-7 Infantry, 3rd Infantry Division, patrolling the border with Macedonia as part of our duties. We had ammunition to defend ourselves with, and the authority to apprehend anyone crossing the border illegally. What you'd expect from the military, right? I'll get back to why these details are important later. Fast forward to 2003. I'm rolling across the desert in the back of a Bradley fighting vehicle, part of the spearhead into Iraq, there to enforce United Nations resolutions. Other than those first three weeks of shock and awe, what I remember most about Iraq was the people. Crowds of kids wanting to know about Michael Jackson and Britney Spears, Open-minded adults wanted to know about our social freedoms, and 99% or so just wanted to raise their families in peace and did not hesitate to tell us. My platoon and I played soccer with some of those crowds of kids. We had dinner and shared food with families in their homes. Some of us even went to a few house parties, and my lieutenant and I spent one very memorable afternoon swimming in an irrigation ditch with five young women. It's all of them that I think of when anyone tells me that we need to turn the Middle East into a sheet of glass or that all Muslims are enemies. I remember thinking on this when I was there, more so since I returned, but what we were doing when we were doing our jobs, patrolling the streets, conducting roadblock vehicle searches, bodily searching individuals, and searching homes, couldn't be helping our long-range plans for winning hearts and minds. I really have to wonder, how long would it take me to move from a position of thanks for my despotic government being removed to feeling like I lived in a conquered and occupied country if I saw foreign troops on the streets of my hometown every day. Add to this our having bases and personnel in Turkey, Qatar, Bahrain, Kuwait, Egypt, Oman, the United Arab Emirates, Morocco, Tunisia, and Algeria. Holy cow, no wonder you got a call. 700 bases in 130 countries, some of them for decades. Look Jay Z's watching. He's like, the we're CIA military intelligence, so we're like and thugs. Our State Department <laughs> treating their leaders like irresponsible children. It's no wonder moderate Muslims take to the streets shouting death to America and an enraged minority takes action against us. This is hard to admit, but our actions do have consequences. I would hope we would do the same thing if, say, China had bases on our soil, her Navy patrolled our coastline, and Chinese fighter jets streaked across our skies. To do nothing in the face of foreign tyranny on our soil would be un-American and unimaginable. Now I'm not gonna I'm gonna stop there because I want everybody else to go out and and watch this on their own. I mean, I put the link in the chat room and I'll go ahead and put the link in the uh in the show feed as well, you know, when it posted up here on YouTube. But this is <laughs> <laughs> JC, <laughs> JC's like mad respect, dude. <laughs> See, this is the kind of kindred spirit 
I knew we had it. We had that kind of kindred spear going on. The kind of the kind of I wish you would, you know, right. confront me on it, will you? <laughs> I got a T-shirt that says, uh, "Go ahead, underestimate me. That'll be fun." So. <laughs> the kind of the way things work around here. That's who we are. So you guys have got to go. I've put, like I said, I dropped the link into the chat room feed. You guys can watch it there. I will put it in the show notes for those of you who are watching on, uh, we'll put it in the Facebook show notes. We'll put it in the YouTube uh, show notes. And so you guys can go to either of those places and get it. If you're getting the show on chrisannhall.com, by the way, uh, then that will take you to YouTube as well. Oh, and I, I'll put it on the the show notes for Anchor FM, which is our broadcaster for the audio version of the show, because we're on Spotify, iTunes, Google Music. We're on, on all those. Soon to be Ice Media. And, and soon to be Ice Media. You don't know how, what an answer to prayer that is. You don't know how absolutely stoked we are. I mean, to think, that after all these years, Zach, that we're actually going to actually get to work together on something. Right. There are things we've talked about. I mean, we've actually made plans to do things and things fall away. But, you know, that's all about God's own time. I want to take a few minutes before we go, and I want you to tell me about free and equal. Now, this isn't this is this technically your hat or not technically your hat? What is your role in so, Free and Equal? Uh, I used to be their director of communications. Mm -hmm. And I, I um, honestly had to grow up a little bit. Uh, I had um, the the founder and uh, her name's Christina Tobin. Her and I are, are both very, uh, um, I guess, yeah, very opinionated. We want things to, to shut up no <laughs> what i just watched this guy commit about 47 different intelligence crimes <laughs> <laughs> and to, to answer that um mr uh blue northwind we will mrs have an, blue northwind mrs blue northwind <laughs> we, we will have an app uh, it, it's in development the website is is going to be finished uh being developed first but uh so back to free and equal um, yeah, we, we had a bit of a falling out and I tried to do my own thing uh, in 2016. Um, it, it wasn't to be, uh, but she's continued on. She had uh, third party presidential debates um, in 2016 and in 2020, but she never had the kind of success that she had when we worked together when I introduced her to Larry King. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, so we're planning on working together again. Um, and we're starting with an event in Cambria this 4th of July that um, working on getting you at. Um, but we're, we're working to um, produce a, a series of 10 uh, third party presidential debates in 2024. Mm -hmm. um, she is currently um, at, a, at a, a very wealthy gentleman's compound. I won't say his name. Uh, yep. At, uh, That's okay. Um, to hopefully secure enough funding for uh, us to to um, really make something special um, with uh, uh, you know something equivalent to the kind of production value of like say American Idol mm -hmm. uh, and kind of and take a little bit of you know a little bit of that uh, uh, the star power uh, glitz right. Um, and and stick that in a, you know with third party debates mm -hmm. and um hopefully everything uh yeah it, it'll it'll happen regardless but, so but, when uh, you were with uh free and equal way mm -hmm. back in the day yeah uh those of you guys who are longtime chris ann hall daily journal listeners back when we were just the chris ann hall show um you'll remember i talked about this a lot. Uh, I was, you know, I'm really excited about what this, what free and equal is doing because part of what we teach Zach is about the reality of political parties. Right. The majority of Americans do not realize, not, not our people, because our people, we're not the majority. We're, we're, we're the, the smart minority, right? 
do not realize that political parties are private corporate clubs. Exactly. Most Americans think that political parties are actually government. Yeah, they think the R's and the D's are government, yes. right? And consequently, they think that these debates are actually something that is a government event, you know, like a civic event, and it's all equal access. And it's anything but. No, I, I, no, it's it's vile. Um, I don't, I don't know if we've ever talked about this back when we were talking about this uh, free and equal together, but my awakening came with Alan Keats. Okay. When the well, I mean, uh, on on what po political parties are and what are debates, right? Yeah. When the Clinton administration kidnapped Alan Keyes and wouldn't allow him to be in a debate and dropped him off in the middle. JC can pop in and give me the remind me where it was. I think they dropped him off in the middle of New York City or something and and just dumped him out so he couldn't go to a debate. <laughs> I didn't know that story, but yeah. I know that the, the Commission on Presidential Debates, which was founded, if I remember right, 1988, mm -hmm. uh, the League of Women Voters used to run the presidential debates before that, mm. and they, they did a little bit of a better job than than the commission. But So this is three Democrats and three Republicans that, that head uh, the Commission on Presidential Debates, and they dictate who, who's in and who's out. And mm -hmm. the only time they've allowed uh, uh, somebody who wasn't a D or an R into their debates was um, the guy with the ears, Ross Perot. And that was only because um, Bill Clinton was pushing for it and, mm -hmm. and George W. Bush or H.W. Bush was pushing for it mm -hmm. because they both thought that he would take more voters from the other guy. And that's the only time they've allowed it. And it, it won't happen again. Right. Uh, and so, you know, what we did with Larry King back in 2012 created a, a little crack and, and showed a, a way you know, that we can do. You this. guys had a lot of viewers then. The estimated global audience was about 20 million. That is and huge for a third party thing. We, but Larry King opened so many doors. Yeah. And it allowed me to get on the phone and uh, I got uh Free Speech TV, which mm -hmm. is a cable. They're very liberal. Mm -hmm. um, but they picked it up. Uh, Link TV picked it up. Mm -hmm. uh, Aura picked it up. Well, they, they came with Larry King. Uh, C-SPAN, their, their main channel. And then the international networks, um, uh, Al Jazeera and Russia mm -hmm. Today. Uh, and then I built, um, uh, uh, I built a network of supporting... Um, organizations and and independent media to help spread the word beforehand mm -hmm. and it yeah it, it trended in the top 10 on twitter uh jimmy kimmel made fun of us um, <laughs> well you have arrived if jimmy kimmel <laughs> make a fun of you <laughs> right. but we, we can build on this and i'm really yeah. excited about building on it and creating... do you know what i love i love solutions Zach, solutions are my favorite thing because you know that's what we do. We don't just teach about history; we show the solutions through history. Right? We show people how to move forward. I know we haven't had a chance to sit down and talk for a long time. I have a brand new class uh, that that was birthed on a trip uh, from driving from Reno, Nevada, to Yuba City, California. Uh, car sick as I've been in a very long time. And this whole new class came to me about the pathway forward to liberty, learning what our founders went through in their battle, you know, the progression, and then learning from what they did. So moving this and this, this, so these are solutions that we've offered today. And ICE is a solution to everything that we've been seeing, all the cancel culture in media. And then this is the solution to the duopoly it lets people realize most people don't even know there are more people that run for office than democrats and than and republicans too right and look the first the first thing this is what wins my heart right the very first thing is get educated so you can empower people and inspire people i mean that's practically the motto of our libertyfirstuniversity.com so yeah, i'm excited about awesome. introducing you to christina it's this is 
I'm just, woo, this is going to be awesome. I'm so excited. And um, so one of my favorite quotes was, I don't know what his politics were, but Buckminster Fuller, he said, if you want to fight the system, don't fight the system. You create your own system that makes the existing system obsolete. Right. right? I, I might have messed that up, but that's the gist of it. Right. And, uh, right. Yeah. So here we are making our own systems that mm -hmm. make the existing systems obsolete. Well, there looks that they're going to have a debate. I mean, here's the debate section, all the debates that have been held. Yeah. Yeah, and the the big one was the the one that I worked on the president uh 2012 number 1. Oh, number 1. Yeah, okay, let's That's the those. Larry King debate. There you go. The Larry King debate right there. You can watch it. Yeah. And who were the Oh, and here's the candidates. So you had Gary Johnson, uh Green Party, Jill Stein, Constitution Party, Virgil is that a G? Good. Virgil Good. Good. Yeah. He and Justice Party Rocky Anderson. You mean Virgil Good was more of a character than than Gary Johnson? Uh oh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I go that far. <laughs> Both definitely characters. And, ah. and uh, yeah, um, the and they they shared ideas that mm -hmm. you just d don't hear from from the major party candidates. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but it's, it's important for people to know Zach, that, that we don't have to be trapped in a red blue world. We don't have to be trapped because there are other choices. Right. And this whole idea that, well, you know, we can only vote for the guy that's electable, whether we like him or not. Well, if everybody thinks that way, then yeah. But when you get to see that there are other options. And and not just that, but that we deserve better debates. <laughs> I, I, oh, I, yeah. I voted for Trump, but those debates were Ugh. horrible. <laughs> we deserve better debates, no matter you know who we end up voting for. Holy we cow. Deserve, America deserves better. We deserve real debate. We deserve more debates. You know, we only had, what, two? Uh, this this past election. Yeah, but they weren't actually debates. And yeah, they weren't. The, they didn't debate each other. No. No. The the, the moderator uh, bolstered one and debated the other. Exactly. I mean, seriously, there was no debate going on with a moderator than it was between the two candidates. Yeah. So Christina <sighs> Tobin moderating with celebrities. Um, you know, we hope to have a, you know, a, a, a big list of... Uh, you know, 10 different celebrities in 2024. Well, I'm going to copy and, uh, this. They, they can't do worse. Yeah, so. they can't do worse. Well, maybe they should have a constitutional attorney moderate once well, or twice. We definitely <laughs> want you at, at our pre and post debate discussion panels. That would be fun. Oh, my goodness. How much fun at, that at, would be. At the least, we want you at those, Chris Ann. <laughs> So. That would be so great. No, no. Call me. I'll be there, man. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll hijack a Uber if I have to to get there. That'll be fun. So we got to wrap up now. So um, here's the website for freeandequal.org. I want you to tell us one more time about uh, ICE Media. ICE Media, uh, free speech and moral um competitor for Netflix and you can learn about it at isagoria.com and we have ice.media and then if you want to watch that great video that we had of Ben and there's explaining there's more, it yeah there's more information including a picture of me somewhere down at the bottom oh there's a picture of you at the bottom let's go ahead and I share that so. so people can So this is the website where you can see Ben's video. Yeah. And if you scroll down, yeah, it talks about the problem, the solution, what we're doing, how we're doing it, why it's needed. Oh, that's cool. That was very fancy looking. Right. And uh, amazingly, we found a, a couple of patriots that work with um, Conan O'Brien uh, wow. to do our, our creative uh, um, that's really graphic cool. design and all that. I don't know how these are the handle. coins that you were talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. the reward system. Uh huh. Great, yeah. awesome. And then you've got uh, the core team. There's 
Ben, Sam, um, Allison, and B, Annabelle, and me. Zach with his beanie on. <laughs> yeah. That's not Florida, my friend. No, that was taken just north of <laughs> Ketchikan, Alaska. Oh, okay. There I you go. I went on a walkabout. Yeah. Oh, nice. Nice. All right. Well, I met Patrick, and that's it, though, right? Yeah. And you've met Ben. And Ben. Oh, and Ben. Right. Ben. Uh, I have emailed with Annabelle. Yeah, you have. So we've never met face to face. We've never even heard each other's voices, but we have communicated quite a bit. And we are very excited. Look, guys, listen up. If you want to see us in the future, you need to sign up here because it won't be long before they snatch us down. And by the way, let me just be very clear about something. I am on YouTube. I am on Facebook because it's a professional requirement. If I were a person that didn't have a professional requirement, I wouldn't be on these things. Not because, not simply just because they suck away your time, right? But because I don't like supporting them. Right. I don't, seriously. It, it, it weighs heavy on my conscience that my presence somehow enriches them. So I want you guys to know that when it's possible, we won't be here on our terms. Maybe they will kick us off on their terms. We don't know that. But at some point in time, I'm not going to let them profit off of our work. It's just something that I can't do. So uh, you need to sign up and make sure that you are registered there to make sure that you know where to go if we disappear. Right? Right. We're giving so, you a, a new safe home. Yeah. And don't forget, guys, the documentary. Keep praying for us. That documentary is on its way in. Uh, it's really just at that last little detail stage. Uh, I want to say, uh, Zach, I don't I didn't ask you on I don't, I like asking you on the air. Is there some way that people can connect with you personally? Do you want them to do that? Or you just want them to go to uh, ice? Uh, of course, if you go to isagoria.com, mm -hmm. uh, there's a link to my LinkedIn. Um, oh, here. Account okay, right let there. me go ahead and, and, and that's the share only that. social media that I have right now. Oh, well, it's, that's how you and I I've get deleted, in touch with it. I've deleted everything. Else. So just click there. Yeah. And it'll take you to LinkedIn. And there's Zach. Oops, you guys don't want to see all my messages. There we go. So there's Zach on uh, LinkedIn. I'm on LinkedIn too. So you guys can, if you want to go start a LinkedIn account, you can go find me there. There's a lot less um, censorship on LinkedIn. And it's more of a, a business professional crowd for the most part. So you I can. I don't post anything. Yeah. I just stay connected with people. Yeah. And, and you can do when, that as well. And when I can get rid of that, I will. <laughs> yeah. But at, for the time being, it, it's handy to connect with. Um, yeah, like-minded uh, patriots. Yeah. So once again, if you go here to, oh, you have a legal team. Look at that. We, we're controversial. We have to have attorneys, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. So click here on the, ink, on the IN, which is short for LinkedIn, and then you can go and meet up with Zach. Well, thank you so much. Oh, Richard Kramer was ban banned from LinkedIn. You must be really bad, I, Richard. Like I said, I've, I've never posted anything there. I just, I just have <laughs> oh, I post come. there all the time. So. Gotcha. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for joining us, even though we, we popped in a little bit late. And, and thank you so much for allowing me the, the uh, privilege of, of oh, no. being on your show, Chris Ann. It is really our privilege, Zach. And I'm going to send you home with a Chris Ann Hall mug. Okay. A live free or all die right. Chris Ann Hall mug is all yours. And uh, to thank you for, for joining me here today. And I also want to tell everybody, uh, these, these are the solutions, guys. These are the solutions. There are people smarter than me figuring all this stuff out. And we want to make sure that we keep you connected with those really, really smart people. So, Zach, it was absolutely our pleasure. Our people love you. 
and uh, we can't wait to see the great things that are coming. So God bless you guys. We'll see you tomorrow.